Hi, this is Tony Devine, Managing Partner at the Grey Matters Network. Uh, we're in the business of people. And today we're, we're speaking with Lisa Brithissel, who's going to talk to us about why coaching. Lisa has had a long and successful career in various HR senior director type roles across a number of different sectors, including IT, financial services, retail, and most recently not-for-profit. Lisa, do you want to introduce yourself to the folks, please? Yes, thanks, Tony. Great to be here. And yes, yeah, so um, HR has been my career for many years. And um, I suppose one of the main reasons is I really, I really enjoy working with people and I like helping people. When I did my coaching uh, qualification in 2015, that really connected the dots for me because it's, it's such a powerful tool to support and facilitate people um, in their own journey. And it really, for me, was a great marriage of where I'd come from and where I kind of want to take things. And uh, certainly it's an area that I feel adds a lot of value, which, which is great. Cool. So today we're here to talk about why coaching. So do you want to expand a bit on that? So why is coaching a good thing or otherwise? Yeah, well, I, I think coaching is, is, is a genuinely helpful tool for people to actually access access happiness really in the end of the day, but access their own insights as to where they want to take things. And for me, it started with my own experience of being coached. I had a, been recently promoted and as a support for that, I had a career coach. And what I expected I got, what I didn't expect I also got. So I got great support in thinking through how to approach the, the, the role and how to be um, the best that I could be in that role. I also got time to think also got time to reflect and, and, and somebody who supported me in, in exploring things. So rather than instant insights, which I think we often look for, I was able to stand back and start to understand my thinking a little bit better and my drives a little bit better. And all of that was incredibly helpful. Um, and I suppose one thing I'd say, it led me to an understanding of, I have a vision in my head of the, the sort of control we have in our lives. So if you think about being in a stagecoach with a horse and, horse and carriage, and you have the reins of the horse, um, that steers the whole direction that you're going in. The horse will take you wherever you, 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 you take the reins. But if you hand those reins over, or if you simply toss them aside and give them to somebody else, someone else is in control. And I got that strong sense about, I need to hold the reins of my life. I need to take charge. I can't abdicate responsibility to other people. Coaching is a marvelous way for making that something that doesn't feel like a burden, but feels like a real sense of this is my life. And I, I actually have an idea of where I want to take it now. Cool. So who else do you think needs to grab the reins of their life? I think we all need to even be aware of the reins of our life, to be aware of the fact that, that that's a construct. Um, coaching is about facilitating people in identifying and exploring their potential and their and, and their purpose and what's possible. And when they see what's possible and what's potential, then you get awareness of choices. And that, that leads on to a whole new set of really interesting things to think about. Um, and, and so I think there's nobody who doesn't have things in their life that they either want to improve or change, enhance, explore, whatever that we all have journeys in our minds that we're going on but i often think we're like loops and if we talk in our own minds and think it through we can only get so far the coach is there to facilitate and open up the thinking and it's, uh, therefore it's for people in business but it's also for people in their personal lives and at every age very good so you know so it's, it's basically for everybody at, at, mm -hmm. at 
So given that we have some idea of who it's for, under what circumstances, you know, and what are the opportunities or issues that might prevail? From so maybe given that a lot of our audience may be in the professional sphere, that there's there's huge opportunity for this in the workspace, not, not to disregard life, but just talking about work, for example, there's a myriad of situations. And to mention a few, you might have one where you either have been promoted and you want to do well, or you want to be promoted and you want to get the, the next job. You might have a difficulty managing an individual. You might have a difficulty with some of the structure of the work that you have. Not a lot of people are just overwhelmed with the volume of work that they have and how to balance their priorities. How do you even consider one thing as a priority over another? A lot of people are just, they're rabbits in headlights and they simply need, again, to pause, reflect, stand back. And that's where, where coaching can hugely help them take the reins again of, of that situation. Um, I had an interesting example that perhaps my, uh, a very interesting gentleman who was very senior, very successful, um, and he was on a team uh, that were changing the culture of their organization. So they were really moving from being managers to being leaders to this whole new cultural change, which meant they had to engage more with their staff and really build a really strong culture. And this person was a real introvert. Now, what was interesting was, um, and maybe I'll talk about purpose here as well, if I can bring a few things in together. So everyone comes into coaching with some kind of purpose or wanting to find purpose. If your purpose, as in his case, was to, to be a strong leader through an engaged culture, what you need is two things. You need your attitude and you need your behavior to support that purpose. Now, his attitude, thankfully, was a positive one of, look, I know I'm an introvert. I know I don't really engage. I don't talk to my staff. I'm not good at this stuff. I want to be, but I have no idea how to do the behavior piece. How do I fix this of, of the construct? Once there's two ways of doing this, you can either mentor somebody, which is a totally different thing, and you can tell them, oh, here are a whole load of things that you should do to support that attitude to achieve that purpose. But with coaching, he explored, what could I do differently that would align with delivering on that purpose. And once he came up with some things, oh, I could talk this way, or I could have this kind of meeting, or I could approach meetings differently. I could in invite uh, involvement more. I could attend company events. All of the things that he came up with, because they came from him, he had the ownership, it aligned with his attitude, and it supported the purpose. So that's where professional environments can be. That, that's the sort of thing that you can do to support. Very good. And you, you, you've mentioned when we talked previously about um, another example, perhaps somebody at a particular point in their career where they're perhaps not yeah. feeling significant. Yeah, absolutely. And this happens with a lot of people. Um, and, and I had a particular client who was feeling, uh, and I, again, looking for uh, the next step up, but feeling very insignificant um, and, and that he wouldn't, and quite powerless to, to succeed, even though he was, in fact, a very successful person. Um, what was interesting was that when we were exploring aspects to, completely unrelated, we thought, we were exploring his personal life and it was a particularly happy personal life uh, with a very strong family setup. And he came alive speaking about it. And during the course of that, he was able to see that he was anything but insignificant and anything but powerless in that part of his life. So we did an interesting exercise. We did a standard coaching thing, um, which was we anchored it. We said, okay, well, this feeling, if you could bottle that feeling, wouldn't it be marvelous? Mm -hmm. It. so there's a little trick where you take for example your thumb and your middle finger and just press them together while you're really focusing on that wonderful wonderful feeling of powerfulness and significance which he did and he practiced it and he practiced it and he was able to bring that into his workplace he got the job that he wanted which was a very senior job and has 
progress to another job again because he had the confidence to, to do that. Um, but that was his way of anchoring it and bringing in those feelings into a place where they were they were the counter opposite. Um, and interestingly, um, he had an interesting personal event as well, where at the drop of a hat, he was asked to 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 do a reading at a, at a family event. And this was somebody who, in those circumstances, typically developed a very slight stutter that came from his childhood. But he anchored and he didn't stutter and he delivered a flawless reading. And that was really empowering for him. It was, it was lovely for me as well as a coach to hear that this can translate into the place you designed it for, but also other aspects of your life. Fantastic. And given what we've been through in recent recent mm. times, would you say that coaching is more relevant these days or less? I can't think of a time when it's more important, Tony, because, uh, you know, COVID has thrown the cat among the pigeons. Nobody saw it coming and nobody knew how to deal with it. And we don't know how to deal with surfacing from it and to take the best of what we got and, you know, learn from the things that were hard. People are going through so much change and any kind of change means something different is required. Um, and it's also the most wonderful opportunity for something different. So I would say never has it been more important, and particularly for business leaders, because you're also leading people who are going through their personal changes, but they're all in the one working environment. So if ever you needed your emotional intelligence to be at its top notch, and if ever you needed yourself to be supported as you go through what's, what's going to be challenging, I would say now is the time. Fantastic. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for those insights. Um, it, for me, I mean, I, I take away some visuals, you know, you've got your stagecoach on the reins, getting in control of your life. It's, it's a nice picture you've left me with. Uh, I've got the picture here of your anchor, of, of the gentleman who was feeling insignificant and was able to take that all the way through to mm. delivering eulogies or whatever. At, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I also really appreciated the comments and observations you made on their purpose. So mm. for you, what, what would your, say, three key bullets takeaways might be what would they be I, I, i'd say three things i'd say first don't ever think coaching is about you there's nothing broken with anybody but we all have things we like to enhance improve explore and that's one thing the second thing is it's an opportunity it's not a it's not a oh i'm but i better get coached it's oh it's an opportunity for me to explore something of value to me and to come up with something new i would say you train your body for fitness and health, you train your mind for success in the workplace and, and, other, and other aspects. Why wouldn't you give care to, to yourself, the, the core of you, uh, which is what coaching can let you explore, whatever is important to you at the time. And I think, um, you know, as they say in L'Oreal, we're all worth it. So um, I think coaching is, is, is a gift that you can give to yourself, yeah. Fantastic. Lisa Berthissel, thank you so much for okay. that uh, very insightful conversation. And if, uh, if you would like to talk with or meet with people like Lisa or, or colleagues across the Grey Matters Network, please do contact us at thegreymattersnetwork.com. Thank you very much.